0: you do you let true green do your lawn care visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed
1: caught the international hunt for jeffrey epstein's girlfriend over at last
2: where they found her hiding out
1: in this beautiful home deep in the woods then
3: outrage over the teens who authorities say through a coronavirus party to see who would get infected first
1: and We are there for opening day at Atlantic City Casinos. Plexiglass at the craps tables. No food, no
4: smoking, and no
1: booze. Plus...
4: Are you crazy?
1: She called the police on her black neighbors. Now they're calling her Permit Karen.
2: She's been waiting two years to do this.
1: Then... Was she fired because her kids interrupted her work calls?
2: This, Mom. His name is Christian.
1: Moms juggling work and children during the pandemic. Then, how to have a safe Fourth of July gathering. Straight from a top doctor. Doing it in the safest way possible really is the goal. What we can learn from this doctor's plans for a family party. We also have two other stations for the two other households. Plus is this the scariest place to be as you head back to work riding an elevator in the age of covid19 you shouldn't be on the elevator talking on your phone and the bride and groom posing for photos on their wedding day swept away
3: they fall in the water
1: now inside edition with deborah Norville.
2: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The mysterious woman alleged to have been Jeffrey Epstein's madam has been found. Turns out Ghislaine Maxwell was hiding out in New Hampshire. Now she's under arrest facing federal charges over her alleged involvement in procuring underage girls for the late financier. The
4: heiress accused of recruiting underage girls for Jeffrey Epstein is behind bars today. Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested by FBI agents and New York cops on a 156-acre estate in New Hampshire called Tucked Away, where she'd been hiding out.
0: Today, after many years, Ghislaine Maxwell finally stands charged for her role in these crimes.
4: A federal indictment revealed today accuses her of helping Epstein recruit, groom and ultimately abuse victims as young as 14 years old. The truth,
0: as alleged, was almost unspeakable.
4: Maxwell was found in the town of Bradford, population just 1,650, living in this
5: beautiful timber frame home which she bought last December. We learned she had slithered away to a gorgeous property in New Hampshire, continuing to live a life of privilege, while her victims live with the trauma inflicted upon them years ago.
4: Disturbing allegations first surfaced in 2015. Ask you about the, the, all the allegations that have come out, Galen. Happy New Year. Obviously, they're very damning. The 58-year-old socialite vanished from sight after being linked to the Epstein scandal. The tycoon committed suicide in federal prison last August. For over a year, her whereabouts have been an international mystery. She was photographed at an In-N-Out burger in Los Angeles, but there are indications that the pictures may have been faked to throw off investigators. She has also been supposedly staying at a mansion in Massachusetts, a luxurious apartment in Paris, and on a yacht off the coast of New Zealand. Epstein's ex-girlfriend was once at the pinnacle of the New York social scene. She was a guest at Chelsea Clinton's wedding in 2010. And she was with Epstein at this raucous party at Mar-a-Lago hosted by Donald Trump in 1992. And she was pictured with Epstein, Trump and Melania at a bash in 2000. This notorious photo, showing Prince Andrew with his arm around Epstein accuser Virginia Roberts, was taken in Maxwell's home in London. Virginia Roberts told the Today Show Maxwell ordered her to have sex with the prince that night. Prince Andrew denies it.
2: Geland said he's coming back to the house and I want you to do for him what you do for Epstein. Maxwell has denied being involved in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking operation. Four months into the battle against COVID-19, the fight is not going in the right direction. The nation just recorded a new record for new cases with 50,203 people being diagnosed with the virus. Only two states, New Jersey and Rhode Island, are reporting a downward trend in cases. And incredibly, authorities say some young people have actually made it a game with prize money for the one who gets the virus first. Jim Murray reports. Record surge.
5: The nation now topping 50,000 new cases in one single day. California had the most new cases, with nearly 10,000 followed by Texas and Florida.
3: (laughs) Nurses in Riverside, California, pushed to the brink, on strike today, demanding more staff and PPE. And in the midst of this concern, would you believe someone deliberately trying to catch COVID-19? People are selling tickets. Right? They're parties that people who are known to be positive, other people are going. If they end up with the virus, they get a payout. That's in the situation that. in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, but where uh, the fire chief is stunned the by the deadly game being played seen, by some knucklehead uh, students.
6: We had seen over the last few weeks parties going on in several locations where kids would come in with known positives. We thought that was kind of a rumor at first. We did some additional research. Not only did the doctor's offices help confirm it, but the state confirmed they had also had the same.
3: In suburban Rockland County, just north of New York City, a similar situation. Authorities say on June 17th, a young man who had symptoms of the virus held a house party for 100 fellow 20-somethings. We found out that the host did test positive for COVID as did eight of the attendees, a total of nine people. County Executive Ed Day says many of the guests refused to cooperate with contact tracers until they were hit today with a subpoena. I'm asking you, please understand those around you, your loved ones, those, your friends, they are at risk if you are sick. Health officials agree: a key to getting this pandemic under control, face masks. Here in West Hollywood, they're really taking it seriously. Everyone must wear a face mask when they're out in public. And if you're caught without one, you face a $300 fine. The president seems to be changing his mind about masks. He says he likes the look.
1: I had a mask on, I sort of liked the way I looked. Okay, I thought it was okay. It was a dark black mask, and I thought it looked okay. It looked like the Lone Ranger.
2: Other news today, slot machines will be ringing at Atlantic City's casinos this weekend as gambling establishments are allowed to reopen, but officials are banning booze, prompting many to wonder just how popular the casinos will be. Stephen Fabian is there. It's back to
4: business for Atlantic City's casinos. This was the scene at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino as the gambling mecca was allowed to open for the first time in almost four months just in time for the July 4th weekend. Anybody getting lucky over here today or what? No, Not yet? All right, all right. It's gonna happen, it'll happen. Joe Lupo is president of Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City. That's the thing about a casino, you're touching a lot of things, right? There's a lot of hands-on surfaces. How do you keep that clean? We, we have to work hard at it. We have a lot of people. The casino's reopening plans were dealt a major last minute blow when the governor of New Jersey announced that they would not be allowed to serve alcohol in public spaces. Indoor dining has also been put on hold, and gamblers are not permitted to smoke inside the casino as they had been before, meaning no food, no cigarettes, and no booze. Are you concerned about that, not being able to have drinks at the games? I am concerned about it, yeah, between uh, not being able to eat inside, drink inside, and smoke inside. It will affect our volume. Do I prefer to be smoking a butt when I'm playing the machine? Yes but it is what it is and that too will pass. At the Hard Rock, only one slot machine out of every three is operational. The casino is allowed to operate at just 25% capacity. You got up at four o'clock to be here? Yeah, because we thought there would be a whole lot of people, idiots like us. <laughs> wanted to gamble after, you know, all yeah, this yeah. time. At the tables, plexiglass screens separate the players and the dealer. There's also an automated temperature check as you enter the casino. Right now, our temperatures are being read by the thermal imaging device. And there are plenty of hand sanitizer stations. We have over 200 of these throughout the property. Oh my They're God. They're literally everywhere. Masks are required, and a so called clean team wiped down surfaces. It's really not about making money right now. It's about getting people back to work, getting the doors open and working through this. It's not often you hear somebody who works for a casino say it's not about making money right now. That's the truth right now.
2: The no alcohol or indoor dining rule caused one casino, the Borgata, to postpone their reopening. American workers are headed back to the office in some states in limited numbers, at least for now. And one spot, according to health experts, represents the most risky place they will experience during the day. It's the elevator. And if you work on a high floor, you have to take it. But is there a way to make elevators safer? Getting on an elevator, that's one of the biggest fears as people head
5: back to work. There's no safe way to ride an elevator. You think about if someone's coughing or breathing and they have coronavirus, the viral particles are gonna be all around and they don't have place to disperse.
4: Dr. Samir Kanijo of Northwell Health showed Inside Edition reporter Allison Hall practical advice on how to protect yourself in an elevator So,
6: in calling the elevator. Mm-hmm. How do I even press the button? Should I just touch it?
5: So, you know, again, it's obviously best not to touch anything.
6: So a little elbow tap on the button there. Yep. So the elevator is empty. We're going in. What's the best way for us to
3: stand? So, so the we're best safe? way
5: would be for us to stand diagonally from each other. Where you're in one corner and I'm in the other corner, so we're about as far away as we can possibly get. Silence is golden these days when you're in an elevator. You shouldn't be on the elevator talking to the other person. You shouldn't be on the elevator talking on your phone.
4: He also advises stepping out of the elevator if a crowd of people enters. The safest way to get to your office may be taking the stairs. But if that's not possible,
2: take as many precautions as you can. It's estimated the average elevator user takes four trips per day. Anger seems to be everywhere these days, with tempers boiling over over all kinds of things, like these neighbors who got into a huge fight. Les Trent reports.
6: Not again. A white woman calls 911 on her black neighbors for what seems like no legitimate reason. The confrontation started when she accused the couple of not having a permit to build a small patio in their backyard in Montclair, New Jersey. The neighbors told her to leave their property, which is when she called 911 and claimed she'd been pushed. Who pushed me 10 feet? I didn't put my hands on you, Other neighbors watched the confrontation unfold, and when cops got there, they explained the husband didn't push anyone. Police left, but the neighbors got so upset, they descended on the woman's house to protest her actions. Fareed Hyatt is a law professor. His wife, Narinda, is also a lawyer. They spoke at a news conference in front of their home.
4: To weaponize the
2: police as she tried to do and use the police to somehow like enforce her desires, it, it, it is white supremacy.
6: The black couple who had the police called on them by their white neighbor live here, their neighbor right behind them. Fareed and Narinda Hayat tell me today that they actually got a letter from their neighbor apologizing for her actions and for calling the police. Now this shocking confrontation. She
2: got the gun on me. Get away. She got the gun on me.
6: A woman in Michigan whips out a gun during a dispute that got out of hand in a restaurant parking lot. Call the cops. She was arrested and charged with felonious assault. Incidents like these sure seem to be happening across the U.S.A., Experts say we're all on edge because of the pandemic, the lousy economy, and racial tension. Dr. Judy Ho is a psychologist and host of the podcast Supercharged Life.
2: Anger is actually the most primitive coping strategy. It's the best way for people in general to just let out energy very quickly, but it comes without thinking. It comes with consequences. Good to know. Every working parent who's been working from home is familiar with the juggling act that's required, particularly these days during the pandemic. Well, this mom says she was fired because of it.
3: This mom of two says she was fired because her kids made noise during business calls while she worked from home during the pandemic. She posted this photo that shows her four-year-old daughter holding a sign that reads, my mommy got fired because her boss didn't want to hear me in the background. Juggling work with mommy duties is tough. Is Watch as NBC um, News correspondent Courtney Kuby is interrupted a by her 4-year-old uh, son while son son reporting on live, on live TV. Their concern is that they want to have uh, uh, Kurdish, excuse me, um, my, my my kids are here. <laughs> live television. During a live BBC so interview, this, this health policy expert was interrupted by her cute daughter who needs urgent help right now about where to place her artwork depicting a unicorn. Long
2: time ago in my opinion but here
3: we are in this situation. And Fortunately, so, you know, the yeah, anchorman is understanding. Scarlett, I think it looks better on the lower shelf. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> And do stop me. If you need to crack on, do do tell us. Now, Dressana Rios of San Diego, an insurance account executive, is coming forward to claim her boss didn't want to hear her four-year-old and one-year-old making noise during business calls.
2: He said, you know, the kids cannot be heard on business calls with clients. It's unprofessional.
3: She spoke to Good Morning America.
2: I don't understand. I'm meeting the deadlines. I'm working so hard. There's times where I'm working at night, too, to make up for anything that I... That needs to be done for the next day. She's suing
3: the company, Hub, for gender discrimination and wrongful termination. In a statement, the company says, while we can't comment on pending litigation, Hub is proud to have successfully transitioned 90% of its 12,000 plus employees to working
2: remotely from home throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this.
1: Next, how to have a safe 4th of July gathering, straight from a top doctor. Doing it in the safest way possible really is the goal. What we can learn from this doctor's plans for a family party. We also have two other stations for the two other households. And the bride and groom posing for photos on their wedding day, swept away. They fall in the water. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville, we'll be right back.
2: It's traditionally the biggest barbecue weekend of the year, but this year, even the backyard barbecue will be scaled back thanks to COVID-19.
6: It wouldn't be the 4th of July without a backyard cookout. But is it safe? For some practical advice, we turn to ER
5: doctor Eric Choi-Pena,
6: who's hosting his own gathering
5: this weekend. There's this balance between, you know, the kids want to see their grandparents. People want to be social. So doing it in the safest way possible really is the goal.
6: Dr. Pena's number
5: one tip, keep it small and stay outdoors. We're really making sure that 99% of the activity happens outdoors in open air because that, as we know, really reduces our risk of exposure.
6: Every family invited to the gathering should have its
5: own seating area six feet away from other guests. there will be a station over here for my parents and then a station over here for my brother and his wife. When it comes to the food, limit the number of people touching or gathering around the dishes. Everything we have is is either individually wrapped or is gonna have less kind of communal touching. So no big dip in the middle of the table for everybody to touch, no gathering point for the food. After sanitizing his hands, Dr. Pena will do all the cooking and serving. Hand it off to you. to me. So that
6: we're limiting the number of people that are touching. Then I come over here and I get a little ketchup and a little mustard. And I'm going to go to my designated area. You guys have chosen not to have other children over, but some folks will. What do you advise
5: in terms of playing? Don't start inviting all the neighborhood kids over to play. Keep the games um, as socially distant as possible. And if a guest has to use the restroom. They're putting a mask on before they come in the house. They're coming up into the bathroom. In the bathroom, it would be a good idea to make sure that you have some individual napkins or or washcloths. Always clean high-touch points after with a disinfectant wipe.
6: So have a safe and great fourth. Just be smart about it.
2: The National Retail Federation says 76% of Americans say they will be celebrating July 4th this year. That's down from 86% last year. When we come back, what you don't know about the bride and groom swept away during their photo shoot. Their first pictures as man and wife were very nearly their last. Fortunately, someone who saw the bride and groom swept away by a wave immediately called for help.
4: This bride and groom are posing for their wedding photos and it's a beautiful thing. The bride is wearing a glorious wedding gown. The groom is in a tux. You can see the photographer giving them directions as the happy couple pose on the rocks in Laguna Beach, California. They are oblivious to the danger that's coming their way. Oh my God. Then this happens. The couple is swept into the ocean. The guy recording the video stops and calls for help. Then he rushes back to the beach, where the lifeguard has already sprung into action. First, he rescues the groom. The lifeguard leaves the groom with a flotation device, then with everything he's got, swims for the bride. The waves keep pounding them. They struggle to stay afloat, and then struggle to get back to shore. From the cliffs above, onlookers watch in horror.
6: Oh my goodness! What
3: happened? They fall in the water.
4: Another lifeguard arrives with a floating tube just in the nick of time.
3: The conditions were dangerous. When they got swept off, our lifeguard was able to respond in a very rapid fashion. And uh, you've seen the video, of course, make contact with both of them and and rescue them.
4: The bride is so exhausted; she has to be carried out of the ocean to be reunited with her husband. May they have a long and happy life together
2: after a wedding day filled with terror. A very lucky couple. When we come back, reunited, and it feels so good. Finally today, this is what happy looks like.
6: This little guy is on the run. So why is he in such a hurry? He's reuniting with his best buddy William after three months in isolation. That's something to jump about. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Lots of adults feel the very same way. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again next time.
0: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery+.
2: Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery+.